Complications. I feel like I look very red, but um, I have been outside for two days. You look fine. <laughs> you want me to switch back to you if you want to do any? Oh yeah, I'm gonna make sure we go. Like, back. see, see how red I look? I think so... it's just the lighting. I'm red. You want me to? No, that officer. Doesn't, that, that doesn't help. <laughs> <laughs> I was within my rights, <laughs> and I like to leave. The background is fire, though, behind you. Yeah. Um. Okay, so you said I, I should come into me. That a bit. I had like a lot of headspace. Good. Now you get yeah, that coffee, good. that coffee uh, foreground or front ground, yeah. whatever you want to call it. <laughs> it's empty. I've been drinking my dreams. Do you want to fill it up before we go? Oh. Mm. I might have a beer. Is it terrible to drink so early? Are you at work it's tomorrow? Not. No. Time is made up. Obligations are made up. Beer's good for the heart. <laughs> you are now listening to the Inner Circle Podcast Network. And now, for your listening and viewing pleasure, direct from Hollywood, California, let's give a big round of applause to... Hollywood? These people are from Hollywood. Fail. Fading Hollywood. Fail. Hollywood? Hey, hold on a second. Are you from Hollywood? Failing. Hollywood, California. Greetings from Hollywood, ladies and gentlemen. On to your butts. Welcome to Failing Hollywood. Um, and we set up a cameras for this for this for this episode. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I, I guess I, I got a guest. I mean, not a guest, a host. I got a co-host. I'm starting off to a great start of this one. Um, bringing in our co-host, we have Billiam. Hey. <laughs> uh, See, so yeah, this whole this whole like so I have a video switcher and stuff like this, and it's like cutting between cameras um and it's bringing me back to to college we were saying and that's it's it's tough for me because we i have a whole bunch of rules that um there's a bunch of rules that we haven't had to do because of the audio stuff and i guess with cameras the 180 rule do you know you know what the 180 rule is right uh yeah you can't break that line that like Right. Yeah, I don't think it, that counts for this because we're not making a scene. We're just trying to show people. I mean, mouths. I, I think, <laughs> I think it does though because when I learned the one eighty rule, it was in the studio talk show multicam type thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh yeah. By the way, Bill, Bill has the soundboard today. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, so, I'm trying to make all these um, relevant. I got some stink, dick. <laughs> You're doing great. <laughs> Yo, my dick stinks. <laughs> You're doing great. <laughs> I love it, but I'm, I, I feel like I'm gonna try to do it. I mean, maybe we can try later on if we see if we break the 180 rule. If it's like gonna screw with anything, but um, I don't know. For now, maybe I'll try to keep it. <laughs> it's like, fine. I don't no really one, care. no one cares what what angle we're at. Wow. But also, yeah, there we go. Sorry. Um, I was, because uh, I was researching, trying to do the cameras, because I was like, let's, let's like make this good and professional. And then it just, I started pulling cameras from my kit. Because the, on oh. the, this one, the one that's 
I mean, it looks okay, right? It's yeah, it's a okay. uh, it's it's just a two hundred dollar. Tommy Wiseau is there. Yeah, Tommy Wiseau's right behind me. Um, You're that... a goddamn genius. That's the most outstanding answer I've ever heard. I you must have a goddamn still. IQ of hundred and sixty. Oh yeah, <laughs> I didn't realize all that was going to come out of it. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, so I need to shorten those still. But yeah, that one is a two hundred dollar point and shoot camera. That's just out of my kit that I found. There's one more camera that's down there that's a little bit older. It's if we want a camera four up, and we'll see when Grant gets here if we can try that out. I don't even know if we're releasing this anywhere yet. Um, this is definitely just the test. So if you're hearing this, this doesn't mean anything to you uh, yeah. for the most part. And you don't mean anything to me. Just kidding. I care about every one of you. Yeah. Bill's is just a GoPro. That's 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 his camera. And it looks I good. am the pro of Go. Yeah, and in my pants, <laughs> and usually I walk out to piss. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Now, now I can I see. I am the that. GoPro. <laughs> you suck, you jackass. Yeah. So this is uh, episode um, one seventy three. That's a lot. Yeah, I think we're on episode one seventy three, <clears throat> and um, Grant's out of town right now, and. We don't have a guest, and we decided that we let's just we haven't done one with just two of us in a while, and I think shooting the shit is probably it's. I like those episodes. As There's as the ones that are just here the and there because we go just down to the to the roots of just you and I. And um, remember the last time we've done just a you and I episode? No, it's been a long time. What was it? I don't know. <laughs> have we? Yeah, we've done one before. I think. <laughs> If we did, maybe it was just one. Mm. Yeah. I mean... All I want to do is talk about One Piece. You know what? We can talk about One Piece. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, great. Um, you but want... Also, Our Flag Means Death, we should talk about. The new episodes for the new season. And I don't want to spoil anything, especially since Mikey hasn't really watched, but... How many seasons are there? It's just the the first season and then these new three episodes that just dropped. So not, there's not that one many and episodes. A, one you, and a half, you essentially. You cruise, cruise through it all in like a day if you guys are bored and want to see pirates and a lot of gay sex. I mean, I like those things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's good. I, I, I remember when I first started watching, I watched... I think I watched at least two or three episodes. Like it, it was, and I liked it, but it seemed. I mean, it, it's it's pretty much what we do in the shadows, but with pirates, right? Yeah, without the documentary form. It's like this. It's the same, uh, like, kind of comedy. A lot of just like wacky stuff, weird characters, um, random uh, guest stars and stuff. Um, Is Taika Waititi heavily involved? He plays Blackbeard. Does he direct most of the episodes? Uh, I th I think so. Yeah, I I think he's uh, I think it seems like um. He he's like really involved with this. Like I think this might be like one of his favorite things he's doing. That's like, good. He seemed like just the direction, especially like this this new season. Like, just go watch it. Just watch it. Comedy. Did you, did you deep see romance? Did you see um Pirates? murder? <laughs> death gore it's got everything you know uh, that one piece has a lot of that too yeah oh yeah uh, uh but before we talk about one piece uh uh we should talk about did you see because so, so we're on the taika with uh 
topic. Titties. Titty. Uh, while we're on that topic, did you see the preview for his new movie? Um, the the Samoan like soccer team one. I think I did, and I I think I was high, and I don't really remember it, but I remember at least reading something about it. It sounds very familiar. Do you want to? Do you want to see? Yeah. Hold on, let me. Let me see. And if 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 this video ever does make it, I haven't. I was talking about this before. I haven't been able to get the splitter for the HDMI, so you can't see what's on my desktop yet. So you're still just gonna have to deal with it when we're watching trailers right now. But maybe. Oh wait, can you also get a video feed? Taika. Uh, T A I K A. T I think there's an A. Oh, there it is. Yeah, there's an I in there forgot the eye um so just put new movie new soccer movie oh what were you saying can't you always already get a what something about screen recording oh can you do you have a video feed hooked into the thing so if you want to when you're doing the video and we're going to watch something you click and then bloop and then it's on the that's what the feed is um so like the viewers are watching what we're watching the viewers it will be see there's a there's a whole big board TV behind us that has all the cameras, but right now there's a camera four section that's just blank, and that's just the HDMI that goes in. So that's what I need the splitter for. Oh, that's like two. So oh, so it, so be yeah, on your I, yeah. I misunderstood earlier. See, I thought you meant the camera on your laptop looking at you. I was like, okay, no, no, and it was it was the screen. So what I could do is I could take the HDMI cable and just do it to this, and we can watch on this little screen. But then we'd have to like see it in a tiny little box up here but if i get the splitter we can watch it up here like we usually do and it's st- and, and the viewers down there, yeah. and the viewers can still look at it so that that will viewers happen like you like you like you <laughs> oh wait wait do that again. there you go he's he didn't stop doing it but anyways uh we're gonna watch a trailer right now and you know what if you if you're you can see the bottom half of it let's face it it's you guys like subtitles guys Soccer, as you like to call it, is like life. Next season, I think we have a real shot. I'm sorry, uh, Thomas. Did nobody tell you? You're you're fired. Yeah. Good news is, you got two options. Option one, that's where you're currently at. That guy's or the other captain. Restarby. Re- serious? Oh, oh, in uh, yeah. pirates. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. He's so good. I saw him do stand up once. We haven't scored one goal in the history Where's of not our country swear trying wolves. to have a soccer team. Oh, it's that guy. Yeah, that's right. Mark my words. Things are going to change. I got us a new coach. Um, that guy who was just talking, he's also in uh, some of his other stuff, his older stuff. Something to drink? Whiskey, beer, wine? Yep, we got all those. Which one? Whiskey, beer, and wine. <laughs> It's safe to say it doesn't have zero talent. It doesn't feel like a Taika movie <laughs> by looking at this. Something not right about this guy. Well, yeah. well, he is white. Coach, you've got the toughest job on the island. Yeah, I mean, it's got vibes like. Only um, one was just one goal. One yeah, goal. Earlier stuff. Because it's like shot in New Zealand, so you're guys. in these places. We've worked too long like, and hard uh, for this. If you ever watch Hunt you for the Wilder People or Boy. I can't work with these guys. For them, it's like some sort of game. 
It is a game, Thomas. No, but I mean, like, oh, yeah, there he is. I see. That might be the same character he played in Hunt for the World of a priest Lord, in thank New you Zealand. For sending us Mr. Ongan. We've become quite attached to him. It just like seems like a little lost here's feel good story type of vibes, you know? Mm -hmm. Next goal wins. So this is the movie that um our friend Teresa did like she did the the US pickup units here in LA. And this is where we I, I heard the story about Taika being kind of like a douchebag. <laughs> I hear he's very particular. Um, I know he likes a couch and lava lamps yeah. uh, at Video Village, which means people need to carry the couch and lava lamps. But nah, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe like I I really like Taika and all his all his stuff. I'm like all about his stuff. Uh, I'd carry a couch for him. I wouldn't carry a couch for him, but I I think I would definitely work for him as props. But I hear he, the, working as a prop master for him is from what I hear is he's a, a he's an actor's people, you know, or an actor's person. Like he's one of those directors that's very much about the actors, but more like, hey, bro, like he wants to be friends with the actors and be like in that circle mm -hmm. to where he doesn't really care about much else. I mean, I'm sure he obviously cares about the story a little bit, but. Yeah, like when you're presenting. I mean, for for those of you at home that don't know, um, we have to show the directors props and toys and fun stuff to uh, to play with and get the approval for them. Like, I guess he refuses to have any meetings with like the prop master ahead of time, and you just got to show up with like a with, shit ton of props. Oh, and then they'll dig through them and like see what they like. Well, I guess half the time he doesn't even do that. Mm. Like he doesn't even care or pick it. Like you just like kind of give it to him and then if then he's like, "Oh, is there anything else?" Or I, I can't do a New Zealand accent very well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is there anything else? And then they would have to like be like, hey, "Well, yeah, I got I got this extra thing." So you just get up like bring extra stuff, which is honestly that's I like I like directors that are very involved and like they they like to pick because you yeah. you know going in that's what they chose like that's what you're getting other than the ones like it's stressing me out going to set just like i don't mind getting options and stuff but it's like yeah. well what if none of these options are like they don't like any of these it, options it and is a big that note. is stressful if you're because a, a thing about in being in props you got to be organized and prepared so you don't like to go into your work day with the unknown not knowing like what you need it's like okay if i don't have it then i have to manifest it in some way whether i'm creating it in my truck or i'm sending my guys away from the set to go get it yeah no it's <clears throat> it's it's that and it's just like i know a lot of people don't like working with directors that are super particular but i like that more because it's just like peace of mind and you yeah. can bring extra stuff but it's just when you bring the extra stuff like that's to prepare for like ah, i kind of changed my mind and that's like the backup because at least you have like well you decided on this this is what we have you know mm -hmm. so yeah yeah i think it's just uh yeah i don't there's always a chance and I've been on those sets where they're just like, oh, uh, I don't like this. It's like, well, I tried to have a prop show and tell and a meeting with you, but you felt it wasn't important. Yeah, and here are the results of that that we're standing in right now. Yeah, it's 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 your fault. So I think he's 
one of those kind of directors which again i would work with him for sure because yeah. the stuff that he works on is absolutely yeah. fantastic I mean, and yeah i i feel like he's probably a guy that doesn't want to waste a lot of time in meetings which i get um i don't want to be in meetings he just wants to be there on the day experiencing it i think the trick would be to work with taika over a long period of time and kind of get his tastes uh, which is hard because, you know, you're going to different projects and he's shooting in different countries and stuff. So I'm sure he has somebody different each time. Um, I just, I just, um, the other day I, I, I was at an event that had the prop master that worked with, fuck, what's his name? Not Christopher Nolan, like uh, old freaking white. This is like gonna kill who's a big director you know what it's probably in my imdb steven history. spielberg it's not steven spielberg it's uh that's the only one i know i'm gonna like i bet you it's in my search history for uh david fincher there we go seven yeah oh, david, david fincher. fincher yeah um because david fincher is notoriously like what's in the box well yeah he's notoriously what's in the box but he's notoriously uh difficult to work for apparently mm. and like really particular um so David Fincher, he's this guy's worked for two jobs for him, and he's like, oh well, once you've gained his trust and you kind of get his working style, then you can kind of figure out like how to work for him easier mm -hmm. and, and know because he said like. Uh, I don't know when David Fincher's projects usually shoot all over the world. So when you're a prop master, a lot of times you can't work in every spot so each country or countries have different regulations with labor and stuff like that so certain prop yeah. masters certain countries need to have their own prop masters and they're sending yeah. a lot of stuff over and crossing and and but you still like this guy's still the main prop master so he's still working from back home but he's just like in coordinating he's sending his stuff to the other people to do yeah and that's that's stressful too because you want to get all your stuff back you yeah wanna, you want to be there and keep track of it but you can't and just like uh being in props and then going to different countries just has to be a headache. I was talking to Chris Hansen uh, when we were doing the the Whitney Houston biopic. He was telling me the project he did before that was shot in Mexico, and he needed to everything in his kit. He needed to like have a report where it was from. Like yeah. it was an extensive thing. Every like box in his truck needed to be like labeled by a number and then each number had everything that was in that box and where it came from yeah it's especially like, especially if you're dealing with like whew. shows that have drugs or guns or anything like oh, yeah. that Fake it's drugs. like it's like even worse um but but the david fincher thing it's that like, i got a bin full of crack pipes on this truck yeah <laughs> yeah that's that's a little bit tougher yeah. but um the the david fincher thing that i was talking about is the um um the guy um that was working on the david fincher project i guess there was like um something that was shooting in france and they had a france prop master and it was during covid time so there was like these medical sheets that they needed um and they needed them in f three different locations around the country that were going oh. and they, they were able to find a certain amount in the united states what do you mean by sheets they're like, like sheets medical like medical sh medical sheets like 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 like, like uh, curtain sheets type of thing or bed sheets oh it's something medical bed sheets i don't know but it was like the special like they have they're like special stains on yes them well stuff. not stains but like i guess in what they were made they're special and 
long story short, they were medical. It was during COVID time. Getting anything medical was damn near impossible oh, yeah, during I that bet. time because of the hospital thing. And like to be able to get like certain things from them was like it was so difficult. So they found stuff that was like good enough and they were sending it like in pictures and he was sending it to like the france prop master because it was something that played next week and he's like oh i need you to go over to david fincher's office and ask him if this is okay and they're like timid like oh well we can just ask him later when he's not a thing he's like no go in no, open the to, door this and is, ask him it's but, part of it baby he knows he's got to answer questions and he's been in a lot of movies sometimes he got, i mean he's worked on a lot of stuff right and and it was a situation too that was like down to the line because i guess they like they sent a shipment of them they were lost in transit they sent another shipment of them lost in transit again now they only have like six of these things back in the united states and they're like well can you just send a new one again and he's like fucking no like i can't yeah, because if this gets lost working. if this gets lost in transit like then what the hell are we supposed to do then we're just not going to have who are they these? sending it through they were sending it through track air i don't know air air it was he said something but it wasn't fedex or any of the ones that we because it's got to go overseas and stuff and yeah like... so the solve was he ended up taking like a props pa or something like that and being like hey man you're getting on a plane tomorrow with these sheets and you're gonna hand deliver them to france so this pa grabs the, sh the medical sheets or whatever as the props jumps on a plane to france Mm. lands in france walks on the set hands them off and goes back to the airport and flies oh. back to la and that was his first time like out of the country apparently it's like his first time out of the country was being able to see france for like two seconds and be like there's wow, the Eif france <laughs> yeah. uh, i uh the eiffel tower oh there it is all yeah. right bye <laughs> Like, he, he probably couldn't even get, like, a good, like, French meal at all. No. <laughs> he was there. Didn't even have time. I'll get a couple that. snails on that airport yeah. uh, <laughs> line or whatever. Um, yeah, that's rough. One time I had to be sent uh, in a plane while working. Really? We, we were shooting in. Uh, I was a PA. This is very early um, career. And uh, we were shooting a French movie in um, partly in... Uh, california mostly like lancaster and then we went to vegas and we're it's a last night of shooting we're almost done it's like two in the morning and it's like okay i'm gonna hit the casino after this get some drinks and then you know go to bed and then we drive back the next day almost done and uh one of the producers is like can i ask you a favor he's like <laughs> what's up like can you drags this big case over it's two cases can you take this stuff to the airport get on a plane with it and ha deliver it at this shop that we rented it from by 10 a.m and it's like what <laughs> but i got paid the whole time Wait, where did you overtime. have to go though where'd you have uh, to go? i had it was camera equipment i had to go to like sammy's camera or wherever what is it is that correct sammy's camera you had to fly it to s i i had to from vegas oh from right vegas fr right from set well i had to go to my hotel room and get my stuff but then take this camera equipment to the airport um you know check it hop on a a plane fly back to la and uh i think i got i landed at like because i think the flight left at six so i had some time it was like two in the morning i had till like 6 a.m to get my shit together um and get to the airport I landed, 
another PA picked me up at the airport and drove me to the camera store when it opened so we could deliver it so they didn't get charged an extra day. Did you, did you, did you, were you able to, did they fly you back too? Or no, no, the show, the, the show was over. over. Everybody else got to like stay an extra day or two in Vegas and like hang out and party. Ah. Uh, but I had a. So were you sad you had to miss out on, on that at least? Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, does flying <laughs> work? I mean, I I understand at least that is just like it's it's a like less than an hour flight. Yeah, it was like it's a thirty five like, minute it's flight like we're, or something. Like we're gonna put you on this flight, the this this eight hour or nine yeah, hour like, flight. To it's like France. you're trying to save money on a camera rental for one day, but like you're also how much are you spending on my overtime for and also the plane ticket, and then also the, oh yeah the guy the guy you have to hire to pick me up. Yeah. And his mileage? Yeah. So I'm like It's a lot. <laughs> uh, how much is a camera rental per day? I feel like you got to uh you, you and taking into consideration, I think if you're going to France, like you're obviously it's like you're going there, you're probably spending the night and then flying right back, like you got to mm-hmm. pay overnight travel. Yeah, so they stuff. paid all that for some sheets. They paid all that for some sheets, but that's because they lost in Excel, two times like that's the only way that you can guarantee. That's the quickest, most efficient one day delivery that you could possibly do. Is like, yeah. let's put somebody on a plane. Come on, and bring them in. <laughs> just hand deliver. Fly these. in this man. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Um, while we were doing, looking that up, the next trailer that kind of just popped up here looks like a Nick Cage as an old bald man. Uh, yeah. Applause, please, please, for the for the for the Nick Cage as an old bald man. Yeah. <laughs> so I was gonna. I mean, uh, yeah! just play this. Oh shit! Oh, it's an A twenty four film too. Why does the zebra look the way it does? So embarrassing. Hey. Oh. Is that one? No, it's different now. Oh, you've been on my mind recently. Dream you scenario. Up in my dreams. You don't do anything. You're just there. So. This specific person. Ooh. The remarkable nobody. I've also had that experience. Do you have a picture? Mm. Have you been dreaming about me? Have I been dreaming about you? <laughs> yeah. There's like a hundred messages. Somebody yeah. wants to interview me. Well, this is strange. Maybe you should take a minute and think before you do anything drastic. I love Tim Meadows, by the way. To me, uh, in the cage. <laughs> I don't know. I'm special, I guess. How does it feel to go viral? Who's actually had a dream about me? I'm so confused of what this is about. Um, like, does so he not exist? It seems like it's it's Jumanji, yeah, but, but the I'm game is Nick Cage. I wish I was the one people were dreaming about. Playing it. <laughs> yeah, no, Michael Cera's in it too. It's something. How's he dealing with all this? We're not even the type of people that like attention, you know. Do you think other people are seeing you naked? Maybe thousands. <laughs> I hope I'm the hitman through your dreams. Oh no, you're not. So I'm finally cool, huh? I didn't say that. So is, hear that, Janet? She's is Nick Cage cool real man. or not? <laughs> Yeah, I think it's just a phenomenon where all these people think he's appearing really in people's like dreams and he's just here. a very average guy. Exactly, help me! I'm not actually doing anything to them. Oh. Oh my god. 
God. Oh, Jesus. You know, fame can <laughs> come with some less desirable side effects. You should be prepared for that. Maybe we should cool this thing off. What? Oh, so it definitely turns mean? into a thriller of some sort, too. I guess I'll see you in my dreams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so of course not. This kind of looks. I, I I'm very interested. It kind of looks I like, awesome. I like weird stuff like that. It kind of like, looks uh, awesome. <laughs> where it's like reality, like something weird is going on with reality. Like that movie with Will Ferrell, Stranger Than Fiction. You ever watch that? Yeah. It's when he yeah. he wakes up and he starts hearing the narrator like narrating his life. Yeah, where I they have like a like certain that, yeah. amount of like brush strokes that yeah, he does. Yeah, it's like he, yeah, because he, he's very like uh, organized and yeah. like does like very routine stuff. He counts his steps to like the bus stop. Yeah. And it's like he starts hearing all the, like this lady narrating what he's doing. And then he, it, she's like, uh, and he unknowingly like put into action like um, the, what is it? Like the, uh, he unknowingly just like put things into um, what the how the fuck do you word that? <laughs> um, but the he's starting the end, to rewrite the story. No, it's Is like he, um, his actions just uh, solidified his inevitable death. Is what the narrator says, and he's like, "Wait, what? Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> My what?" And then that's when he starts like he starts seeing uh, the therapist and trying to figure out like what's going on. And like the therapist is like, "I don't know what you're talking about." Uh, and he's like, "Oh, who do I talk to? Like maybe go talk to somebody who knows about like writing, right?" And he tries so to he like find the, to the writer Hoffman, who's like. He's like a professor or something at college, like a writing professor or something. I don't know. And I'm butchering like, the movie. Go see it. He's like, right. It's old. Yeah, yeah. Older. It's definitely older. I think I remember that too. And he just like tries to contact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, he tries to contact the writer of some sort or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then he, he like goes to find her and she's like, oh, Harold Crick, it's you. Oh, your face. <laughs> he's like, can you not kill me? She's like, I got it. It's for my book. Uh, <laughs> can't change that but i'd rather not die i'm taking that pee break and it's a little weird this time because you have no one to talk to so maybe just pause it you can talk to me well, look I, I maybe i can just like i, I, I was saying because it always is like weird when people are looking into the camera but you know to see me like adjust my microphone here we go we're adjusting microphone well built it's taking a pee break uh thank you all for tuning in today on the failing hollywood uh talk show hour um hour and a half Today we are talking about a lot of stuff, including uh, the buildup of Hollywood and the teardown of Hollywood due to the coronavirus, followed by a writer's strike, um, followed by an actor strike that's ongoing and people are just falling back left and right. And that's what happens. Um, but now we're the actors in our own show because now we have video. Um, as you can see, Bill is still not back. We can point to his seat. Um but now we're on me, so welcome to the show. Thank you for tuning in. Um, now that Bill's taking a pee break, we'll talk about a little bit of uh, other stuff. So what is going on in the writer's strike? The writers have settled. There's no more strike going on with the writers. They have come to an agreement, so that's a good thing. That means we're halfway there from getting back to work. Hopefully, we're all going to be back on set 
working, doing some better stuff. Um, so I'm hoping our bank accounts are building again and we'll be able to do stuff and then I can make up for all the money I just spent on podcasting uh, and adding video to this to this show. But hopefully you guys, it would be worth it because all of you are going to love it. And now that we have a YouTube channel that we can kind of stream to, it's going to just be awesome moving forward. So um, thank you guys all for the support. Make sure you comment, like, subscribe to our new YouTube page because uh, it's, it's brand new. And then now we'll be releasing clips and stuff like that. But back to the writer strike. The writer strike is actually over. Um, does that mean we're all going to be running back to work and things are going up? No. This week, currently, the the SAG actors are sitting down with David Zasloff and 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 the CEOs of Bob Iger of Disney and Netflix and and Warner Brothers and all the big corporations to make a deal. Um, they've been sitting down all week. Um, it is in the pipeline, and word is that a deal is going to be reached this week. So once that happens, shows will be back in production, and then all of you guys are going to have to deal with um, probably about six months to a year of no new content. I guarantee you there's going to be nothing coming out because nothing's been shooting for almost a year, and that's pretty nationally nothing or internationally nothing's been shooting in europe nothing's been shooting in the united states nothing's been shooting in canada there's just been nothing been filming because the actors haven't been there so um have fun with that netflix ain't gonna have nothing um hulu ain't gonna have nothing i can go through all of them they just ain't gonna have nothing so um get ready to deal with that um but it's going to be a good time because now we're going to get back in work. And I, I've already heard that there's a bunch of big things in the pipeline and they're ready to start going. I know Ahsoka wants to start shooting their second season. Um, I know what Stranger Things is going to want to be shooting their next season. Which is funny, they're, all the kids are going to come back and they're going to be like old as fuck. I think they're all like adults now. So it, they're going to have aged like five years between last season and this season. So it's going to be interesting to see how they do that. Maybe they'll de-age them, do some stuff like that, but we'll find out. And then, and then, yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll kind of see where we all land with that. But um, in the meantime, I'll sit over here in the studio, try to keep you guys company. Um, while I try to check my fantasy football league that I'm winning right now. So that's going pretty good. Um, and what well, we can switch to bigger cameras look at this look this is a two shot that's what we call a two shot bill's still not back he's gonna be coming back too maybe he's pooping we don't know there's a seat nothing there um what i'm still trying to do with this video thing is i'm still trying to figure out lighting i don't know if this looks okay i don't know if our mood lighting's good i don't know if we need more but hopefully we'll figure some more out as they come. Oh, oh, wait, there he is, coming in the door. And that's all I had to say about that. That's right, see? Right on cue. <laughs> I can do it. <clears throat> um, while you were gone, I spoke to our lovely viewers, listeners, something of, um, of the writer strike. Mm. 
Um, that's not happening anymore, but the stag strike still is. So. Yeah, those writers killed the robots, I, th- I guess, right? Are we doing no AI, or are they going to just find a way to sneak AI? They it's it's interesting how the writers kind of they renegotiate they put it into their contract that they can use ai um like to like help personally like, like to at help home if they're trying to write something to they help can out, use ai yeah to help out with like the certain scripts so <laughs> they can kind of go in and like alter some stuff i mean the- that's how i read it anyway <laughs> Yeah, um, I don't think it's a, any. It's going to be good anyway. But what, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what the actors pull off and what their full on deal is. But hopefully, hopefully it means at least we're we're getting back to work soon. All of it is so silly. Like all of us need to stop working. Yeah, and not for like any reason other than we are limited in time on this earth, and we should just like fucking be able to explore what the fuck that is. Why do we have to like? be in prison by rich people i i'm excited to get back to work just because i mean for more of the fact that i just like doing it i like i mean i like getting paid a lot more but like i love doing the work my favorite part about working is the people i love being around you guys and uh meeting cool people on set there's always interesting people from all different walks of life and you like you're there for a long time so you're sharing stories and snacks there's free food all day oh yeah there's lots of good snacks mm-hmm. i love the fucking snacks yeah i miss crafty table like I miss a, eating for free all the time i miss even though it's like i feel like after covid they never because they i mean they kind of did a little bit but during covid or before covid they used to have that hot snack like twice a day that they used mm-hmm. to bring around on trays and then you yeah. like they like well like, now it's like uh they'll like set up like or uh, something. they'll set up like a little area you go that you can go to uh, like a, there were still hot snacks on stuff I was working on. Well, I guess maybe they got rid of them for a little bit. Crafty was a weird thing because it's like, okay, you got to actually open your mouth and be like, yeah, they, for this. I didn't like how they, because the changes they made in craft services where it's like they used to have the big ass table. Yeah, it was that, like multiple tables of like snacks and juice. Like multi- multiple tables. They used to have it all set up and you can just kind of go and yeah. grab some stuff. But then, what is it? After after covid they had um it's like mainly you have to go up to a window it's window. like a little, a little shop almost like yeah what do you want it's like i wish i could see i'm a visual learner i need to like check out the yeah. snacks with my eyes and see if my eyes are hungry for those snacks but it's like sharpie marker on a wall i i don't you like know. it as much because it's I don't know. It, I, I don't want to say it's like you, you feel shameful about yourself, but I, I I feel weird going to a window and being like, ah, I'll take a cup of noodles. I need 30 bagels. Yeah. <laughs> to where you could kind of like when it was a table, you could just go up and then make your own thing. And like no one's judging your you own for... shameful choices. Uh, <laughs> well, back on the shame thing, you have to learn to live without shame. Just do whatever you want. Don't worry about what people think about you. Your shame is going to stop you from doing most of the things you want to do in your life. Is that you, your, that's your you, PSA? <laughs> you go eat whatever you want. If someone looks at you, you just look them in the eye and go, I got some stink, <laughs> Yo, my dick stinks. And they'll leave you alone. They'll be like, okay, all right. You take, you take those 30 bagels. Yeah. <laughs> One time, I I feel like I really did eat like thirty bagels. 
but I, I was not at work. I just kept eating them. There, someone had a tray. They worked, and they were going to throw out all the bagels, and they took a huge tray of bagels home. And me and that person got really high one day, and I could not <laughs> stop eating. Just w- what type of bagels were they? They were like plain, just plain bagels in a tray, dry. And I, <laughs> I, I think the first they one were like I got cream chips. cheese on it, and the rest I, I was just like... <laughs> <laughs> I love that story. <laughs> you can trouble me for a warm glass of shut the hell up. That's fair. Okay. Uh, do you do you want to talk about One Piece? Oh yeah, I guess so. I mean, oh, man, it's been out for a little bit now. But if uh, if you've ever seen stuff for One Piece, it's an anime with like, God, uh, it's over twelve hundred episodes now. Um, just that little their little pirate symbol. You said um, you said you restarted watching. The, the, the anime. Animator. I was up to almost episode like 700, um, but Elliot had never seen it. But the live action is... I, I've been telling a lot of my friends for a while, watch One Piece. It's so good. Get into that shit. And everyone's like, ah, it's got so many episodes. But the live action came out and everyone's like, oh, this shit's good. How and long are the animated episodes? The... Like, you know, 20 whatever minutes. They're short. Yeah, they're... so they're not. they're not like super long yeah it's not like an hour episode <gasps> excuse me um but the uh the live action they are like an hour episode there's eight of them but they did a good job of taking 50 anime episodes and crushing them down into like eight live action episodes i took a look because there are a lot of them are on netflix and it looks like there's their seasons are kind of like separated into segments um, there's different like they're arcs. like yeah i think so, so they're they're separated into arcs and those are like like one arc will be like 63 episodes and then one arc yeah. will be like 22 episodes and then yeah so it's like they're they're pirates um i mean they all come from different walks of life like the different members on the crew yeah uh and it starts off it's just the the one guy and then, you know, he gets the other guy and he's like, join my pirate crew. And he's like, I'm a fucking pirate hunter. What the fuck are you talking about? And then it's like, it, it's, I don't know. I can't just throw it all into words like that. So is, but, is the first arc the first season that we just saw live action? Basically, yeah. Um, which is the first... Uh, 63 episodes or something like that. How many of those people are there? Yeah, it's the five. it's the first five crew members getting together. So there's more than five crew members. Yeah, 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 yeah. The live action will show you those first five. Um, in the show, they eventually get four more. Um, there's the reindeer, who's the doctor on the ship. Then there's uh, Nico Robin, who's this person right here. Oh yeah, she's got, she's. Uh, she's got a bunch of arm. I mean, her powers ex- uh, weird to explain. Um, but uh, then there's a skeleton and there's a robot guy that join. Did I tell you for Comic Con we almost like were able to bring to display the gum gum fruit? Yeah, like that would have been so cool. They they had like a solid one that wasn't edible because in the show it, the kid like eats one and it looks like it's uh you know, a little bit of yeah, the, batter. It, 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 it like was a... it was that box that like that special box that kind of yeah, like, like opens in... up, and in the middle there was like I mean, it, it probably was one that's not edible. I'm assuming. <laughs> uh, for those that, that don't know, um, so one piece is basically like uh, 
you know, it's like one of those animes like Dragon Ball Z or Naruto where people are like really powerful and they're fighting all the time. But um, this is pirates. And one of the main reasons some of the people are extra powerful are they eat devil fruits, which are these cursed fruits that will change your body. And if you go in the ocean, it like paralyzes you and you sink to the bottom and die. But like, you know, some, one of them gives you like fire powers and like you will be the only person that has that devil fruit in you because it's like a soul and it's like attached to you and no one else can get to that devil fruit again until they kill you and then like the soul of that fruit leaves your body and goes into the nearest fruit and that fruit like if there's a banana on the table that banana will become that devil fruit and then someone can take it and eat and that it must have flown over my head in watching the actual series um, did they oh, did you did, they, did you watch the live action i watched the whole live action oh, yeah I didn't yeah know that. i yeah. just that's why they, i was like i'm down to watch it i'm down to talk about it because they, i actually saw it they didn't go too deep on what the devil fruits are like that much cuz you only okay. really see who what two people that ever had one there's Luffy, who's stretchy, and then the, the, the chop, 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 ch- clown, the clown. Yeah, yeah. Did, did you see any other devil fruit users? Um, no, because the sea people are not. They didn't have any. No, they're fruits. just they're, they're just, just uh, they're powerful fishmen. Yeah. fishmen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's there's a lot of wacky ones in the series. Like Blackbeard is in it, and he's got like this shadow, crazy shit. Um, Luffy's brother, uh has uh the fire one wait th- th- did we did we see luffy's brother at they all okay they didn't, didn't, okay <laughs> but they did show his grandfather who in the anime doesn't show up until like like episode like 600 something that like, the marine like head the marine, guy yeah. yeah so like the stuff with kobe and stuff that happens with like different marine people like kobe doesn't meet luffy's grandfather that early in the series oh okay but he does eventually end up like a part of his crew i do i love kobe's character yeah. and everything <laughs> yeah kobe in the anime is such a little a little wiener at the <laughs> beginning he's like he's really small and then like he later shows back up and he's like taller and he can like sword fight and stuff oh yeah well that's what they were getting at at the end of this one is like oh well I'll train you and we'll mm-hmm. get you like tougher or something like that so maybe that's the build-up to that <laughs> yeah that guy that guy you know like that noir guy that hangs out with his grandfather yeah he's like got the hat and stuff and he's got like a sword he is apparently like a really crazy sword fighter but through the anime and manga you like don't see him do too much he's just very like stoic and hanging around that garp guy yeah but he uh he's like the one who primarily trains um kobe and that with uh, hemlock the guy with the blonde hair that got cut right that like over the top he's like in it he's naked with, with the sword yeah in the mirror. <laughs> that shit was so funny yeah um no it was a uh it was a fun series like yeah. it was definitely fun it i mean you could tell after a couple episodes that it was very like you could tell it was kind of like an anime going yeah. in because i, w- like I was the, it, i mean at first it didn't seem too crazy but then like the stretchy stuff started happening mm-hmm. and like the super weird it's like oh what do you use the third sword for and he puts it in his mouth like oh that's yeah. what it's for You're like okay yeah. <laughs> yeah there's uh i was really happy that they went as far as they did with like the really eccentric like ships like yeah. the the military ship it's got the dog face on the front and then they're using the the snail phones I was, the snail phones you know, I, that was because I, I feel like when they take a lot of anime or uh, anime or animation stuff and they try to make it a 
real life movie they're like oh it's got to be realistic and they cut out a lot of the stuff that makes the animation charming yeah like all the weird little goofy ass shit and one piece is so goofy it's got a lot of weird just weird because it's it's an action series but it's really also a comedy but it's also like a heartfelt kind of uh the whole vibe of one piece is like freedom like right. be whatever the fuck you want to be yeah yeah the, there's like, a lot of like what is your dreams yeah well, it's follow like a, your it, dreams yeah it's it the the live action is a lot more um i think it, uh, the live action is a lot more on the nose because they're trying to like skip ahead but there's more like nuance in the anime and more uh it's it's a, the anime is a, a lot more like fuck go fuck yourself like, yeah <laughs> like oh this blah 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 like all right i'm gonna just go kill these military people because like they did this like luffy's a lot more like mm, yeah i'm gonna break your neck now yeah <laughs> um but uh yeah it's good go watch it no it's fun um and i was i mean i, I saw the first episode and i was like oh dude and i didn't know it was like it's like eight episodes it's not even that many episodes yeah it's not <laughs> no and uh i don't even know how they're gonna do the second season because like there's all these important arcs. What happens next is they go to the Grand Line. They land at this place. And it's a whole... Like, it's like, oh, welcoming party. Yeah, welcome to the Grand Line. But it turns out, like, all these people are bounty hunters. And, like, they're actually trying to murder them. And then one of the bounty hunters is a... Uh, she's actually a princess who is undercover investigating the bounty hunters because of stuff happening in her country. And then the one crew member gets sick, so they have to go to this winter island because that's where the doc, like the closest doctor is. And the, there's a whole fucking thing that happens on the winter island, and then they get this next crew member who's a reindeer who's also a doctor. It's a reindeer. And then, uh, and then the big shit doesn't happen until after that where they go to that girl's country, and that's a whole fucking thing that happens. Does a fishman ever come back? Yeah, but not till way later. Like oh, uh, They end up... Like, there's a time skip where, yeah. like, two years go by, and then they all get back together, and they do this thing to their ship, and they go under the water to, like, the fish like men Pirates land. of the Caribbean. That's probably where they, they got the ideas for it. <laughs> like, from Pir- like Pirates of the Caribbean probably watched One Piece, and they were like, oh, we, can, we should do that. Because One Piece has been... We should do that. One Piece has been around since the 90s. Yeah. You know? Interesting. Um, it, It's... In the same realm, but you know, uh, I think we were talking about this before. I just I finished playing The Last of Us. Uh, you want to talk about some TV and movie news? Uh, b- maybe. Oh, we get we get we can back this up. Ready, ready. Uh, do you want to talk about some TV and I'm movie news? Okay, th- yep. there we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking for it. I almost uh, I almost hit Lord this have, one. Lord have to bust. Lord oh. have mercy. I'm about to bust. There's a little bit of skip in there. <laughs> Yeah, I skip when I'm about to bust too. <laughs> um, so yeah. You mean that's why my brain has been coming up with all that stuff? Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, I've been playing, um, or I just finished playing the through the Last of Us series, which is just the Last of Us and uh, the Last of Us Two. Um, so I just finished the Last of Us Two. Did you did you watch the the Last of Us TV show? I have not. You have not. No. You should watch that. It's, yeah, it's, I, I hear I should. I know I should. I just. Uh, did Did you ever play any of the Last of Us games? No, I just I watched someone play a lot of the second one when we were in lockdown. Oh, okay, the second one. 
The first one's really good, but the second one is like, it's, they, I mean, it's, I feel like the first one is very much like, okay, they, when you're going into the writing, you're like, okay, they start out at A, and I, granted, you're, you're developing the story of like what these zombies are and, and the level of zombie that they are, yeah. but, but you have a goal. It's like, among us. yeah, like from the beginning, you have a goal. It's like, uh, this girl A needs is is immune and she needs to be brought to B center to try to like find a cure and that's mm-hmm. like the basis of the entire first season and it's their journey to get from A to B yeah and um, then you find out like oh it's not good because they gotta take her brain apart or whatever to... yeah so yeah so you know it a little bit yeah yeah so that's that's essentially the whole thing with A but then B or, or with the with sorry season two it starts like years later um mm-hmm. so it's like four years later like and it's them in a village pretty much um kind of catching up and it gets like pretty deep pretty quick but it's not like this one line story like we're jumping between groups now mm-hmm. and um and then the stories get intertangled the stories get intertangled, but then like uh, they kind of get out of whack, and you don't really. It's not like here's the goal to the whole thing, and then you make it to the goal and you go off. No, it's like here's the main goal, finish that, start a new goal to try to f- go to this village and find this person. But then let's jump to their to their side of the story uh, mm-hmm. on video now, so everybody can see like our, our microphone fuck ups. <laughs> but. Oh, I thought that was a soundbite. <laughs> We're smoking reefer, no. and you don't want no part We're of not. this shit. <laughs> not today. Man. Not today. Um, it's it's early. It's eleven thirty-four. Yeah, but they uh, but they uh, pretty much there's a there's like three different storylines that you're trying to follow and go. Mm-hmm. So so after like playing it, and I feel like it's a bigger. Game. I mean, it's probably a bigger game. They probably like a jammed game, a lot yeah. more into it because I feel like it was twice the length of the first one. Yeah. I don't know how they're going to be able to get... I, I don't think they're going to be able to get it all into one season. And I know after the strike, starting to shoot The Last of Us 2 is like up right in the listing. I, I feel like um, if they're going to do another season, they're probably going to try to tie up a lot of the early game in like the first episode yeah. and start to try to tangle the plots earlier on than they d- happened in the game. Um, we'll see. It's all, it's all really half of the game. You're not following the same characters. No, like that's the thing. It's yeah. like, you're it's following like, oh, completely you're, you're different her, characters. And then you're like, well, you're the, the, the buff girl. Yeah. Like yeah. A, a huge chunk of it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think they're gonna try to like hammer out the early stuff of the game and then really just milk the the deeper stuff. Yeah. Um, throughout the the series. Yeah, because there's a lot of there's a lot of character building mm-hmm. in those, but I'm super excited for it. I think I think cinematically or story wise, the second one is way bigger. But even playing the game, like right when you think you're like, ah, oh, okay, this is it, we're done. Like that's the finish of the game. And then it's just like nope psych yeah there's like, three more chapters left yeah it's like wait but what is this person doing yeah it's like, wait who is this like they jump like two like a, a year and a half later and then you're like all right the game is surely done and then it's like nope we have to go 
to find it. It's like the end of uh, Lord of the Rings, the third one, yeah. where it's like it, it's like, oh yeah, okay, and that was the end, and then it's like, bah, here's this ceremony, this is happening. And it's like, okay, okay. It's like Frodo's waking up. It's yeah. like, okay, all right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> have you been? Have you? Been, do you have anything new that you've watched in the past week or recently? Uh, just uh, our flag means death. Uh, the first three episodes have been released of the new season right uh watched all three yesterday morning so good i don't know if you guys have been watching uh our flag means death but it's so fucking good it's uh you know just one of those one of those special ones this is like i feel like taika is really passionate about this project and he's like see taika is a director but i feel like at his heart he really it loves acting and being these characters. You know? I think he, he likes, likes that more than he likes camera. to direct. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, even like one of his early films, Boy, he played one of the main characters. Did you ever see Boy? Uh, I don't even know what that is, actually. It's really good. I have it, to like look it up. Yeah, look up Boy. It's uh, it's one of his early films. When is it? Was that? Uh, yeah, that. Yeah, 2010. Yeah, 2010. Um, so... It's about this kid. Uh, it takes place in the 80s in New Zealand. And there's this kid and he lives with his uh, his little brother and his... Oh, do you want to just watch the trailer? Oh, yeah. This is, he did this He did this before he did like What We Do in the Shadows and yeah, stuff? Yeah. Really? Is, yeah. Great movie. Mate, oh, God. It's so good. But uh, it's about this kid and his relationship with his father. And Taika plays his father. Is it like a serious film? Uh, it's pretty serious, but it's also goofy because it's Taika, you know? Kia ora, my name is Boy, and welcome to my interesting world. Oh, his my name is Boy? My person is Michael Jackson. Want to see some Michael Jackson dance moves? <laughs> my favorite subjects are art, social studies. I'll kick both your nuts off, and you'll have none. And Michael Jackson. I have a six-year-old brother called Rocky. He's got powers. Oh. How much do you have to hate your kid in the name of boy? I'm named after my dad. He's overseas doing some pretty important stuff. I mean, you're a liar. Your dad's in jail for robbery. People call me a dumb honky all the time. Wait, Taika's in this movie? Yeah, he plays the dad. Because he's your children. Who are you? Oh, yeah. Alright. I'm your dad. Oh, does he not know his dad very much? His dad was in jail. Oh. How long was he here for? Don't know. No, she was my dad. What are you looking for? Treasure. Can you stop calling me dad? Sounds weird. (laughs) I want to get to know him. Why? Because I'm like him. I'm like him more than you. You don't know anything. I'm all alone on this planet. What? <laughs> Sorry, I am like I am sometimes. Got when did you see this? Down, you know? Years ago. I didn't even know uh, this existed. I think I watched I watched this around... Uh, got a girlfriend. There's this girl that really likes me a lot, but I don't know if I want to, you know, Probably get involved. 2017, 2018, because it was after I watched What We Do in the Shadows, I was like, what else has this director done? So I watched this and uh, Hunt for the Wilder People. And Hunt for the Wilder People was sick. He's trying to dive through the window like Dukes of Hazard. Yeah. 
but it's it's really good but it's it's also a really kind of sad and fucked up film uh because it's about this kid and his his mom's dead and his dad's been in jail and his dad comes out of jail and like isn't really interested too much in being a dad he's more interested in finding the money that he hid before he went to jail and yeah. it's uh it looks like it's, it's on prime video so yeah i think that's where i watched it back back whenever hmm. that's interesting yeah i i've been watching uh no i've I, I kind of just been watching whatever jackie has put on and that's there's a uh, bluey Oh yeah, we've been watching a lot of Bluey. <laughs> Dude, Bluey's fantastic. Is it? <laughs> yeah. As far as like a kid show goes, um, it it's one that's like very watchable for adults. It's not like one that's just like, oh right, this is big. Can you say big? You know what I mean? It's not big. that. It's like it's actually like kids playing, but then the dad's like one-off comments sometimes it's just like oh the tooth fairy brought me five dollars he's like five dollars it's like it's like oh tooth fairy's getting deeper and deeper pockets every day (laughs) it's like like he just has like a lot of these like one-off comments that are kind of (laughs) kind of funny for the parents but i don't know it's 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 pretty good it it gives you good ideas and stuff like that so i'm like i'm a fan of bluey bluey's kind of the shit (laughs) but no aside from that i've been uh I've seen, I just movies that like we've just been putting on or whatever. Jackie, Jackie just got this. Um, she got the library card for like the Santa Clarita local library, which mm. I forgot. Like deep, I think she just was down there one time. And, like got the library card, but they have like movie rentals in there. Not movie yeah. rentals, but you can check them out with a library card. Yeah, um, yeah. Libraries have been doing that for a long time. Uh, I you know, they're like a lot of people don't read yeah, it anymore. I know. So I know. They need to compete. <laughs> A lot of libraries are getting shut down. Oh, I mean, books are becoming illegal anyway. Illegal? Yeah, all the book book burnings and stuff. Is I mean, are you not aware of? Hasn't that always been happening? Or I mean, whenever there's like uh, an oppressive um, state, you know, trying to hide information or whatever else, like no, no, no. (laughs) The only book we need is the good book, the one that Jesus wrote himself when he lived in Tennessee on a pickup truck. <laughs> and he was white. I know that I know a lot of the libraries have like the censored section. The ones is like the, here's the mm. section with all the censored books. Yeah, no, I just mean like uh, you know, like in Florida and stuff, they're taking all these books at, uh Texas too. They're taking like a ton of books off the shelves um and burning them. Yeah. Burning them books. Yeah. I I I think that's always been happening though. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's always, you know, religious extremists and government officials who are parts of those religions and they're like anything that's dictates things outside or shows that uh we are the crazy ones we gotta get a get rid of <laughs> there's only one way to live and it is under the lord's gaze and uh under the watchful eye of the picket fence people and all that i agree <laughs> <laughs> i think so Anyways, the the libraries you can rent movies for. So Jackie's mm-hmm. been, and they get like newer, updated movies too. So Jackie picked up when she was there. Uh, she checked out. Um, Bo is afraid. Oh, that's the the yeah the, with uh, what's his name? Um, uh, uh, the what? guy who played Joker. Uh, what's his? Uh, the, 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 oh, God, Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, Joaquin. Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin yeah. Phoenix. Yeah, and it's 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 done by the Oh, do they do his whole life? 
They kind no, like no, kind no. of Forrest Gumpy. Like no, a, like that cover is that him? No, well, I mean, it's all him. Yeah, yeah, but but that's like he plays like his uncle or and and his uh, oh, those are different his brothers, like different characters he's playing. Yeah, and 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 stuff like that. But some of them are are like like there's a younger him also. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, teen Bo or whatever. Um. But anyways, it's it's a really long movie. Like I yeah, three hours long. So I like I didn't even make it to the end of it because it gets it starts interesting, but gets res- it, it's done by it's an Ari Aster movie. So it's the same guy oh, that did Ari like Aster. Yeah, he uh, uh, Hereditary, Hereditary, and, and uh, Midsommar. Yeah, the big old hammer swinging. The big old hammer swing. I haven't seen any of those movies. You didn't? You never watched Hereditary? I never saw Hereditary. Oh my no. god! What? Is it Watch good? it in here with your surround sound, like headset. With just the because headset the, on? the audio in Hereditary is so important. You kids listening out there, also, um, Hereditary. Watch with good sound. Tis the season. It's it's Halloween. Uh, Midsummer. I was like, whatever about. Yeah. It sucked because I was coming off the high of someone showed me Hereditary, and they're like, "Oh, well, he's at, he has a new one too." Midsummer. Hereditary is one of those movies where every time you watch it, you're noticing other stuff, weird stuff, naked people standing around in the background, hmm. weird words on things. Like it's it's a creepy movie, and it has like depth. Do you know what it's about at all? No, I I don't know anything about he, it. Ari Aster said, it's not a horror movie. It's a family drama. And I'm like, yeah, I guess. And a lot of it is just very tense stuff at the beginning until all hell breaks loose. And you're like, what is this movie? What am I watching? It's really creepy. I had a nightmare the first time I saw it um, because a little girl's head gets ripped off in the movie. And Jesus Christ. <laughs> like they they click back to it and it's like hours later and it's in the street and there's like bugs and stuff on it. I they just it, let they just leave the head in the street. I mean spoiler alert, but I mean it's, it's, the movie's been around. So what happens is the the teenage boy is forced to bring his little sister to a party. Um he's smoking weed in a bedroom. She is allergic to nuts, eats some cake that has nuts in it. She starts having an allergic reaction. He's got to, like, he's high, and he's got to put his sister in the car and drive her. They're going to go to the hospital, and she's trying to get air, and she's rolling down the window, and she's, like, breathing. <laughs> and he gets too close to a telephone pole, and it smashes her her head oh, off. Oh, Jesus. And he looks back, and he sees it, and he's like, uh, and he just drives home and goes to bed. And then his mom discovers the body in the back of the car. And then it clicks back to her head still in the street. And it's like her head's just like, and it's like bugs and stuff. Oh, my God. <laughs> I had a nightmare that I woke up and I looked under the bed and her head was under there. And then I woke up and I was really in bed. I was like, okay. <laughs> I ain't going to look under there. All right. But uh, <laughs> yeah, really crazy movie. Um, definitely watch. It's about like a cultist type of stuff happening. So you weren't as into Midsommar then? No. I mean, maybe I should watch it again. But it was just like, it was hereditary. I didn't know what was coming next. I didn't know what was happening. Right. I was very like, what is, what's happening? What is this? What's, okay, but why? Why? Yeah. And like, you know, 
I thought I thought they did a really good job of kind of like making you just you're just not really sure where the movie's going. Like it's just this family and they're struggling with stuff. It starts off with the grandmother is dead already and it's like they're going to the funeral and it's you know but then it's like the grandmother was part of this weird cult and there's like these people showing up and weird stuff is going on and like you it just keeps you guessing like what the fuck and with midsummer i was like okay yeah i bet this is gonna happen and then <laughs> that's what was happening it was like okay there's some cool stuff in it yeah. um i liked uh there's a part where the the girl is like the main character is like grieving yeah and all these women are like grieving with her like she's like crying so they're all like holding her and they're crying with her and it's like this they're like getting like a harmony going of their like sadness almost and i was like okay that's pretty cool and like some of the visuals were cool smashing some people with a hammer that's nice <laughs> but uh yeah i i felt like the whole movie was just i don't know i guess well, you can check out Bo is Afraid. It's three hours long. I mean, the first, the beginning of it's kind of interesting. He's like living in like Skid Row and he's just that fear of people coming in and robbing him all the time, which rightfully so, because I guess that's what they do. If you leave your door open, they'll all run into your apartment and steal everything. But I don't know. It's, it's, it's like there's not a realistic aspect to it also because there's like cops walking through the street in skid row and there's like dead bodies on the floor that's mm. still on the in the street yeah just and like, they're and like they're no stepping cops over there. they don't care what happens in skid row cops don't go there dead bodies i believe it okay then maybe you'll you'll buy this movie a little bit more than i did but there's a lot of it, it's interesting nathan lane's in it and stuff uh uh I, I didn't make it to the end because it's three hours long and I had to go to bed because I got I had work in the morning. Let's watch the rest of it right now. <laughs> yeah, well, for this we are gonna we're gonna finish this episode by watching Bo is Afraid, the last forty five minutes. <gasps> That's right. Whoa. <laughs> um, the other movie that I watched was uh, a Spanish flick called Nowhere. How was it? Um, here, I'll pull it up. So it was good. I think it was just, uh, it was, yeah, there it is. I think it was just something that was like trending on Netflix. I think it was like number one on, are we still not allowed to say Netflix? It was on the, the N word streaming. So I mean, you said it twice already. <laughs> yeah, I know. So it, <laughs> what the fuck did you just say? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So it was there. Um, it's about this, I don't know, like this apocalyptic, um, uh, not apocalyptic, but it's 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 like there's a disease and there's like a, a government uprising to where they're like kidnapping people and enslaving people in like a Spanish area. So present day. So present day, and they're like they're kind of getting them all. So there's like people trying to escape to freedom, um, and the like a group of them are trying to like sneak on and pay their way onto container into a container ship that ships them to like a country that's going to a country that has like freedom. Pretty much. So in doing so, this woman gets this pregnant woman gets separated from her from her husband and they got split up in different containers and stuff like that. And then everybody on her container, like they figure out there's people in them at a checkpoint and they she hides on top of like a crate and they like kill everybody. Spoiler alert, I guess. Oh, yeah. And they she looks like she's having a hard time. Yeah. So they but if that's not bad enough, so she's alone on there and then in the middle of uh, 
the container ship getting back to the free country, there's like a freak giant like storm and it gets hit by a wave and knocks the container off of the ship into the water. Mm -hmm. Um, And then she basically is stuck in the middle of nowhere at sea in a container that's just floating around in the ocean and, and has to give birth and stuff and, and, and deal with it. Wow. Yeah. So she's just, (laughs) she's just dealing with it as she's like floating around out there in the middle of nowhere. Um, it, it was good. Yeah, it it looks interesting. I feel bad for her. Yeah, and there's like there's like a couple things in there because like she finds like a pack that conveniently has like a drill with like a metal bit on it, mm. um, to like try to get out. But she like she like gets a bunch of holes in like the ceiling, and then there's like moments that you're like, why don't you just like bend it backwards? What are you doing? Like, why don't you just do this? And eventually you she suck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Eventually, she does do all those things that you're like freaking out about, but it takes her too long to get there to where you're like, "Come on, you're in a survival situation." Does she have food? Um, so there's like a sandwich there, and then she has a new baby that's like pooping and stuff. So, so she's she, eating the poop. No, she's throwing because she eventually she gets out on top of it, and she realizes that if she throws the poop overboard, fish are coming to eat the poop. Mm-hmm. So she makes like a net, and then she like goes. And catches like the fish that are eating the poop. Mm. Yeah, and so she's eating a bunch of fish after that. And a little bit of poop. And a little bit of poop, clearly. Oh, good for you. <laughs> what have you been watching? Anything new? Oh, just uh just the, I the think TV I started shows? to talk about uh well, our flag means death a little bit. We might be talking in circles, which is fine. Life is made out of circles. Um but yeah, uh, just uh, that, and then started the anime over of One Piece. I think that's it, because other than that, if I'm in front of the TV, I've been playing Fallout 76. Yeah, you've been saying a lot of Fallout 76 is <clears throat> mm-hmm. kind of been coming up. <laughs> yeah, which is funny, because like, you love Fallout, right? I do love Fallout, yeah. Uh, Fallout 4 is just... So Fallout 76 is the Fallout 4 engine, but now you're just in west virginia and it's multiplayer so if you get, yeah. get a new xbox if i i mean I, I can't really afford it right now but once i i do get a new xbox Come it's on definitely on the list the bro did you did you hold on i want to see if there's anything like uh that's preview about it too because fallout the tv show is like finished shooting and i one of my buddies um I don't see anything about it. Fallout. Uh, but one of my buddies I was just talking to, He's he worked on the show. Oh, yeah. When is that coming out? I don't know. What, like uh, That's what I'm trying to see. Because I was like, oh, is there any teaser about that? Because apparently they are done and finished shooting. Um, but like strike stuff. Yeah, it was it'd be one word, Fallout. Fallout uh, TV show, I think it is. Yeah. But yeah, he like he like went through to make sure that oh yeah, with Walton Goggins is the guy oh, that's playing wait. the main dude. Wait, wait, wait. Who is that guy again? He's in. Um, he's he in. Very familiar. Yeah, because he, he's, he's like in, an asshole usually. Yeah, or like he, a psycho. Yeah, like a, he he's in all the like the Kenny Powers. He's in. Uh, was it Eastbound and Down? And he's in the Righteous Gemstones. He's um. Uh, do you watch Righteous Gemstones? No, I heard very good things. He's yeah, Baby Billy. Uh baby billy bible bonkers um 
he's that guy. <laughs> um, here we go, Walton Goggins. Um, Wait, so who's who's he's the main character for Fallout? I, I mean, it's saying here that he's only in four episodes, so, oh, so I don't, not. I don't really know. But yeah, he maybe usually he plays like. Well, I don't know what narrative they're going with. I'm assuming since this is the first live action thing, they're going to want to start in a vault. There are starting. So I, when I was talking to my buddy, because he apparently was such a big fallout fan that he like he sought out this job he's like i need to work on this job and he figured out who worked it and he called like the producers and like I, I did wonder, all this stuff and he's like i need to get on this job i wonder if he plays the like the overseer of the vault oh there's photos something. here oh yeah that looks oh there's set photos there's yeah set that looks photos. really good that's like that's that's it the vault they, this looks oh, yeah, great too a, actually red rocket gas station yeah this looks great um he says it's that's does look really good um, vault 33 vault thir- well he says it's a story that we haven't explored yet yeah um, because yeah that's what fallout is every time a fallout game comes out it's a different city different people different stories of this apocalypse but these set photos look i mean just the couple set photos it looks like here looks freaking fantastic uh yeah 10 episodes um it's an adaptation he but he says Oh, it looks like uh, elect. I thought it said Anna Kendrick at first, but it's, it looks like that's not the case. Um, this dude looks like he's playing the main character, uh, M- Moises Aries. Oh, this looks like he's the kid from Hannah Montana, and Nacho Libro. He is the kid from Hannah Montana. This like uh, the little wiry looking kid. <laughs> you recognize? I, I've him? never seen Hannah Montana. Well, he's in like a bunch of other stuff too, but he always plays like the little wiry kid, you know. Okay, so Vault Thirty Three is in Los Angeles, so we're gonna see apocalyptic Los Angeles, which we haven't seen in the Fallout universe since like I think the first game, the old PC game, or the second game, or maybe it was both. I don't remember. Um, but that's fun. No, it's in apparently. Apparently, it's like extremely true to the video game. Like everything that you see is extremely close, and and yeah, and I like, mean, it should be. It's such like a a solid universe. It know? is. I mean, uh, until like Fallout seventy six kind of retcon some stuff to make it a you know to get a lot of different elements into this multiplayer game, but um. Yeah, Fallout, the whole universe is is really uh, wild because it's like a time split from our regular timeline. It's like uh, that whole like vibe of like the 40s, like, you know, wearing a suit and na 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 na, like music that just. Yeah, I love that stuff. The 50s whole. Yeah, I love the 50s stuff. (laughs) So that continued until 2077 when the the bombs dropped. It was like. uh, Basically, Fallout is the future that people thought was going to happen in the 40s. Like, the world of tomorrow. There's going to be robots in your kitchen and all right. blah, blah, blah. Like, that. that is the future that happens. And then the bombs drop in 2077, creating uh, the world that they're in, which was like radiation has made mutant monsters and zombie uh, ghouls um, and all kinds of shit. So 
Yeah, really I cool to see. I mean, he he said everything super true, and I was like, oh, I was like, oh, how's like the the Brotherhood of Steel adept? He's like, oh, they explore it deep, like they yeah. go straight into like make it was like, is that something that has to be like super polished in, in any type of game that you're doing, especially? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so- which like the Brotherhood of Steel, like when I played the earlier games, and I don't know if this is because of who I am changed so much over time, but in the earlier games playing like Fallout Three and uh new vegas and stuff i always thought of the brotherhood of steel as like these hero type of people and then fallout 4 happened yeah and uh yeah i was like whoa wait what they were like oh all synths need to die and i was like but 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 nick valentine's my buddy he's cool and like these other synth people like you know they're just trying to free them and stuff but they're like no if you're a synth you must die yeah, I'm I'm halfway cuz I'm halfway th- I'm through my second second run through of that and I the first one like I said I was like anti Sith and I just destroyed the whole thing and I was buddies oh, with yeah. everybody else but now I'm only like team Sith and mm. synth and and I don't like everybody else can go fuck themselves. I'm like team dad or <laughs> I see when I when I played Fallout 4 for the first time like my first run through I was trying to be cool with everyone. Like, listen, we got to figure out a way to make this work. And then it came down to uh, where my elderly son, because I was frozen in, in time for a while. Right. My elderly yeah, son, son is son. like, yeah. I need you to kill Desdemona, who was the head of the railroad. I was like, we're friends. I was like, okay, well, let me go talk to Des and see what she says. I went there. And when I was there, so for you listening at home... My son, who is now older than me because I've been cryogenically frozen, runs the institute where the synth, the synthetic people are made, and they're like the boogeyman of the wasteland because no one even knows where the institute is, and you need to teleport to get there, and like they're replacing people with fake people. He is telling me to kill the head of the railroad. So there's the institute and the railroad. I'm at the railroad talking to Desdemona to see if we can work something out. Enter a third party, the Brotherhood of Steel, who we were just talking, start busting the walls down in the railroad headquarters. Right, right. So right away, I'm there. I Now I have to sever my ties with the Brotherhood of Steel because I have to kill these people who are, like, coming in. And we, yeah. were, we were previously cool. But um, it's, and it took me a while. Like, I had to sit for a few days to make a decision. Like, what am I going to do? I was like, let me try to talk to Des. Uh, so at that point... After we kill all these Brotherhood of Steel guys, the other guy from the railroad is like, all right, let's take the fight to them. We're going to load up all of our stuff. We're going to go to the police station where they're hanging out. We're going to steal their vertebrate, fly to their blimp, and blow it up. Blow up the blimp. All right, so we're just doing this. So (laughs) So Brotherhood of Steel is dead. And then after that was done, they're like, all right, now it's time to go to the Institute. We're going to blow them up. And I was like, oh, my son is not going to like this. And I go back and my, like, we kill all these people and my son is dying on his deathbed because he was sick and he's like 68 years old now. And I'm like, oh, my stupid elderly son, what have you done? And uh, 
he's like in his deathbed. He's like, I can't believe you've done this. I'm like, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so you killed him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm th- this this run through. I'm playing uh, just gonna be team synth and son the whole way through. I'm just gonna fuck everybody else up because I mean, I I kind of I think I killed the son almost immediately in the last one. Oh yeah. Yeah, and just like you're doing seven. weird stuff out here, Dad yeah. or son. I did that and I blew up the entire like uh that synth underground like thing that they had going on and just detonated the whole thing from the mm-hmm. inside out and, yeah and that, that was that's it. what i ended up doing at yeah. the end of that like after killing him i'm like let's blow it up yeah so yeah. now but that that's a, that's why i like about the game so much is that you can play them twice through and it's almost a completely it's different completely game. different game yeah. me, and, me and christina were playing fallout 4 when it first came out at the same time and she'd be like, yo, what about that that big old ship, the pirate ship thing in the middle? I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I you're, just played the pirate ship part. <laughs> you're doing a different game than me. Like, we'd always try to kind of compare notes. No, we were having a different time. Yeah, that's what it is. I'm excited about the actual show because I feel like they're going to do it really well. And, or they've done it really well. And even what for my friend saying, he's like, yeah, he's like, as such a huge fan that like sought out to try to be on the show, he's like, He's like, from what you could see on set, everything just looks absolutely fantastic. He, and I was like, what? How do the Pip Boys look? And he's because as props people, especially yeah, yeah. like that's like the most exciting thing. He's like, he's like, that's the only thing that's a little bit different because they had to scale it down a little bit because in oh, reality, because right. if you've oh, seen the Pip Boys, big old chunk because it's so big it's so and big. it's this giant blocky thing. It's like it's it's like putting it's an to- iPhone on your thing, but like. The bigger iPhones, yeah, because it's supposed to be old, old tech, like old computers with like the green screens, like that we had in like the early nineties, eighties, like that's like what kind of shit they've got still. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's always this big thing. Damn. So the Pip Boys are small. They're just. I mean, I I don't know if they're iPhone with a. It's probably like an iPhone with like. I mean, I'm sure it looks exactly. I think it's just scaled down a little bit because it's like, I mean. I don't think they just wanted this giant behemoth uh, yeah. thing on your arm the whole yeah. time. It's so. like, um, you know, when they test your blood pressure and they yeah. put that thing on, it's like that with a computer on top of it. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's pretty much it. I think it's like, exactly. I think that's going to be the width of it. It's probably... It's so big. I can imagine the actors bitching constantly about... <laughs> it's <laughs> like eh, It's just so heavy. My arm hurts. Oh. <laughs> My arm hurts. Ugh. Now your back is going to hurt. <laughs> yeah. You just pulled landscaping duty. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, so I don't know when this is supposed to come out and everything, but I'm kind of pumped for it to come out. Yeah, it's not coming out in 2023, I guess. I feel like it's one of those things that might just, like, drop. You know what I mean? Yeah. We don't have a trailer or anything for it, huh? There's nothing. Wait, go back up. I want to see what... That's, that's uh, a Stephen uh, no, King the, the thing. people uh, go down, down, down. Oh, to oh, this area? I just want to see what it says next to that guy. Oh, it doesn't say what his character's name is. Oh, Walter Goggins? Mm-hmm. Walton Goggins? Yeah, I wonder... Uh, so many questions. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of questions coming up. I mean, we'll talk about it once the uh, once the actual trailer or teaser drops for it, but um, we'll see when this comes out. I mean, this was announced over a year ago, but I guess I I feel like the strike strike has. Made oh, it. Johnny Johnny Pemberton's in a lot of the episodes. He's um he's this guy, the guy from um what is it the the Th- Thor is it no not Thor uh, uh fuck what's the what was the show. It's not quick on his lineup. 
I don't I know. know him. He's in the Weird Al story. Um, oh. He's in... Um, I really like the Weird Al movie. Uh, fuck, why can't I... I gotta show you, like, pictures. Like, you gotta... Do you recognize this guy from anything? I don't think so. No? He's funny. He's funny. I, I, I think I, I, I know him a lot from... He's in that... Um, What's that movie where uh, uh, about the the theme park in in New Jersey the the Action Park about Action Park the one that Johnny Knoxville was in I, remember yeah, I never watched that either. yeah he's in that movie he's in one of the he's one of the main characters in that movie I mean he's a funny guy he was on a lot of podcasts that I listened to mm. um, so I guess he's in it too so but yeah I'm I'm excited for more of that um, we can either play a game, but I mean, we've, we've gone enough, so I don't know if we need to play a game, but I, I do have know. to pee again. Yeah. So you want to wrap it up? Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's the kind of sounds nice. Yeah. It kind of sounds nice. Wow. Wow. Um, thank you guys. Oh, so we're part of the Inner Circle Podcast Network. Uh, here, I'll put this camera on me. Strange I'll look at the camera. Strange things are afoot at the Circle K. Strange things are afoot at the Circle K. And this is the Inner Circle Podcast Network. It's a bunch of shows that are pretty good. You can check out the shows, such as um, Angry Dad Podcast. Disqualified. Bill? Uh, Hood Diner. Hood Diner. Um, there's the Plunge Podcast. There's uh, the the... The Simmons and more. Untrained Eye. Untrained Eye podcast. Yeah, listen to them. They've been back and strong. Check out all those shows. Um, also, check out our friends, the All Bros podcast. There's, I don't know if Creatures of the Night's going to drop anything. Oh, yeah, my brother's podcast, The Plunge. Make sure you check out The Plunge. Yeah. Um, you can also check us out at all the socials. We're on Facebook, Instagram, at Failing Hollywood. We're at Twitter or X. Is it X now? I uh, I think everyone's still calling it Twitter uh, because calling it X is stupid. Um, Elon Musk is all... Uh, he can't get away from those that 90s marketing ad campaign where everything's got to be X and extreme. He thinks it's super cool. He tried it back with the, uh, PayPal or whatever. And everyone's like, no, that's stupid. And he's like, well, now I own Twitter and it's going to be called X, just like my kid. I'll be back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, check, we're at Failing Hollywood there. We don't really play. Oh, yeah, we're on TikTok now at Failing Hollywood, too. So check us out over there. We might be on YouTube. We'll see how this goes. Um, so, I mean, if, if you can keep looking back there and maybe we'll be there and stuff like that. Um yeah, aside from that, I think that's everything, right? Sure. Um, this has been Failing Hollywood. Until next week. There's a fade to black here somewhere. <laughs> Watch us fade out of existence. <laughs>